Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide, is the game good by today's standards and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Dan Joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? This week, we played Roller Coaster Tycoon for PC and iOS. Our experience with Roller Coaster Tycoon is the story of two boys abandoning the consoles and handhelds that they hold so dearly to become men by joining the ranks of enlightened PC gamers. Never in the history of this podcast have we ever played a game that was so demanding in terms of sheer graphical power requirements. Hold on to your butts, because Worth It or Worthless is playing computer games this month. Do, uh, <laughs> okay. Man, 98 episodes, here we are. Windows 98 episodes. Oh, <laughs> look at that. 90, it took us 98 episodes to get to potentially what could be our worst theme for pun. pun. The theme. pun is bad, but I, I like the theme, playing some computer games. It's July. It, last year we thought, like, what could you do in July? Celebrate Konami. So you call it Jalami. This year, what do you call it? july Computer. July Sinal Computer, which is somehow worse when you see it in text than when you hear it, somebody speaking it. Um, I don't really care. I kind of just like, I'm just like pretending, like let Dan have his puns. If it, He almost didn't do this month. We almost didn't play computer games this month because he couldn't think of a good pun. <laughs> I was like, which is unacceptable. Yeah. So I told him I yeah. might have lied. Dan, I need to. I need to uh, repent oh. and ask your forgiveness right now because I might have lied to you and said that, oh, July is a whole computer. That's a great pun. It's a terrible pun, but what? we did it. We played computer games. I don't think you told me it was great. Well, okay. Then I don't have to ask your forgiveness, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Roller Coaster y- Tycoon. Yes. PC games. Yeah. July. This is what, the third uh, game in the history of the podcast that you've been excited for? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that is fully accurate, but it's like it's pretty a close. Hard it's directionally, lean. yeah, it's definitely a hard lean towards that being accurate. Man, yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I played a lot of computer games growing up. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is exciting for me. Before we started recording, before you got here, I was kind of thinking about the way that um, PC games are like uh, sort of interwoven throughout my childhood a lot of people were like they identify as as pc gamers now and they played a lot growing up but it was just like i played some here and there i remember playing like a king's quest game i remember my friend playing spy fox and like trying to get me into this adventure game and like i don't know a little bit of red alert 2 and like yeah i've got some history with pc stuff but it's like it's not really like my thing yeah but one of my first games I remember playing is my uncle sent us a, a diskette in the mail yeah. with uh, AOL 100 a sh- hours. No, a, <laughs> a shareware version of uh, Breakout or maybe maybe it was Arkanoid. I don't okay. know. I think it was Breakout. And then we got like a, we got like another shareware disc with like 100 games and you Ooh, had to like load up in yeah. DOS. And then uh, I remember being older and we had Red Alert and we had Counter-Strike and Roller Coaster Tycoon. And Castle Wolfenstein and yeah, oh man, lots and lots. I played so many computer games when I was a kid and a teenager that my brother, who uh, is a musician, he wrote a song called "I'd Like to Get Home and Play on the Computer" that had a verse about me. We were on tour. I was a merch guy, <laughs> and I might have gotten up early one morning and taken my laptop out and set it up on a picnic table. 
and played some like I think it was Counter Strike. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's a song about that out there somewhere. Wow. Yeah, I like computer games, yeah. but I'm not a, like I'm not a PC gamer though. If I think about like my formative gaming, like uh, like computer gaming, it's being in the computer lab on yeah. a Mac computer, an yeah. Apple computer, yeah, and uh, playing like there was this like little purple car that you drove around. There was one where it was like a an aquarium that you built, and I don't know. The computer lab day was by far the best day yeah. of elementary school every week. Yeah, Math Blaster, you died trying to get to Oregon. Yeah, Math you know. Blaster, Oregon Trail, Number Munchers. All the things. All the things. So this is, like, very telling. It's taken us th- over three years for me to understand who my friend is as Almost a Almost four years. Um, I feel like it's finally coming together. Um, you were super pumped about Rampart. You were oh, like yeah. super into Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, yeah. I feel like this PC thing is really more formative to you than you've ever really let on. Uh, maybe. Maybe. The kinds of, it feels like the kinds of games that you really enjoy, like Rampart and like this, they're like strategy, like they're, they're um, less dexterity. Like I like platform. Oh, okay. Well, like, mm, I see. I'm not. It's I'm big, not. No, here. Dumb, let big me. dummy games for people with <laughs> slow not, reflexes. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say it in a way where it's like this: the the kinds of games that you prefer are not the kinds of games that I prefer. Like, oh, that's you're all I'm just now realizing that. <laughs> oh man, I feel like it would have been helpful for us, like at the beginning of this podcast. It's to not do... big dummy games. It's brain games. You like brain games. I like reflex games i guess i guess i don't know we should have done <laughs> our uh, our gaming geniograms so, like there's this thing <laughs> what geniogram where like you go through yeah. your family tree and you try to understand like how you how yeah. your family tree and how you were raised like affects how you live today and we needed to do that with our gaming experience and like go through and really yeah. die because if i think back on it i would i don't like think of computer games it's only now that i'm really like oh those yeah. were formative for me but i like yeah. would think of n64 and uh, our NES and Super Nintendo and Game Boy and like yeah. those are the things that stand out like really bold to me but then I realized there's this background radiation of PC gaming that was there all along yeah you in the arcades and the PC yes it's interesting so Roller Coaster Tycoon is a thing that I don't think I played a single time before the last few days I I um I was on a trip this weekend with my brothers and I told them, I was like, guys, Dan's about to play Roller Coaster Tycoon for the first time and I'm really nervous because <laughs> the stakes are high. The stakes are high. He has to love it. He has to love I it. I have so, to love it. I don't really know. You haven't really let on how you felt about it other than one kind of cryptic text message. So I'm, What do you mean one kind of cryptic text message? You told me that message. you were excited to play it again, but yeah. you also say that about games that you hate. Not really. A day Not goes the by. same way. We talked about this. I know, but I don't know. It's a text message. I didn't have the nuance. <laughs> There's frequently we play a game that you talk about how much you hate it, and then like the next day you text me, you're like, I could play more of that. So I wasn't sure. I'm not <laughs> but sure. It wasn't like, like that. Okay, I didn't know. So I, I'm really you, glad. Did I'm you really even glad. read? Did you, you read said, what I said? I'm really excited to play some more Roller Coaster Tycoon tonight or something like that. I'm trying to let me find let me find the exact text. Scroll back. I said, not gonna lie, I'm excited to play more Roller Coaster Tycoon this evening. But what knowing- could that mean besides I'm excited to play it? Not gonna lie, I'm excited to play more Roller Coaster Tycoon this evening. But like I said, you frequently play games that you hate, and then the next day be like, I could play some more of that. Yeah, but like that- <sighs> So I don't know. I just I'm excited that it's not that, but I had All that right. little question. <laughs> I wasn't sure. 
All right. Dan, you got any sure fun enough. facts about Roller Coaster Tycoon? They're, they might not be as fun as Joe Pencil trapped in the comic zone, but there's well, some Well, what is? There's some, <laughs> there not, was, yeah. not many things. I do have some fun facts. Jordan, normally we have like a, a nice like developer-publisher pair. Yeah. This one developed by Chris Sawyer. Yeah. Like, wh- That's a real <laughs> Wait, power what? move. That's a power move right there. You make a game by yourself. It's like the guy who made Minecraft. Or the guy who made uh, Metal Gear Solid, I think his his name is okay. Hideo Kojima. The difference uh, is <laughs> one of those guys put his name in the credits like 900 times and Chris Sawyer is like maybe on the box somewhere. Uh, he's, what are you talking, like I don't know what, so you played the iOS version we should say. You played Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic, Classic. on the iOS. Um, I played Roller Coaster Tycoon Deluxe on PC. And uh, Chris Sawyer's name is just slathered on the bo- no. on the bottom of it. <laughs> Literally, there's a box on the bottom of it that says like copyright 2000 or 1999. Chris Sawyer. Yeah, it he, literally says his name in the entire game. That's whenever fine. you're not hovering over like a right click to delete tree thing. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Mine didn't do that. Yeah, his name is just like right on the bottom of the screen, like the whole time. Did you get like a, Dan? Did you bootleg this game? No, I got it on Steam. <laughs> just- I got this game on Steam for like uh, probably not very expensive. I bought it like months ago. Oh, you don't even remember. Got it on a Steam sale. Yeah. Okay. You're you a know. you're a hoarder. You, know, you, you bought this Steam. game months ago. Okay. No, I bought this game months ago along with Doom in oh, anticipation of us at some point maybe covering one of these <laughs> games. I was like, Jordan likes Roller Coaster Tycoon. We probably get to this we eventually. Just, yeah. You know. We spend our money on games very differently. What do you mean? I just like buying games that maybe someday we might cover that you don't have yeah, any that interest I would, in. Yeah, that I should play anyways. Yeah, I mean, you absolutely I mean, should. Whatever, whatever, man. Chris Sawyer made Chris this game. Chris Sawyer, who, uh, little known fact, he is a great, 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 great grandnephew of Tom Sawyer. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, this... Uh, you're looking at me like <laughs> he's, you, a you <laughs> he's a fictional character. He's a fictional character. You said... You said uh, Tom Sawyer, I, my brain thought Mark Twain. Oh, that, yeah. That's what my brain thought you said. That's fair. Was, uh, that's whatever. a good connection to have. Yeah, well, I don't, I'm not a big, like, Mark Twain. Mark Twain gets quoted a lot, but, like, I've never read, I don't think, a Mark Twain book, unless it was, like, in seventh grade or something. This is a fun fact. 90% of the quotes on the internet are attributed to <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, Mark Twain, or C.S. Lewis. Right. And none of those guys said any of the things that the internet says they said. <laughs> So, anyways, that's why. Any, uh, moving on. Fun fact number Come two. On, my goodness. Fun fact number two. Published by Hasbro Interactive. Yeah. Now, Atari has the rights to this, which, fun fact, I guess, Wikipedia said the rights were expiring on June 30th, 2022. Oh. Like Atari's license, which is, we're recording this on what, June 21st, I think it is. Um, so I don't know if something's going to happen with this franchise in in just a couple weeks here, where Atari's not going to renew the license and they're going to you can't buy Roller Coaster Tycoon anymore. Maybe well, it'll be like well, a, a Tetris situation where Chris Sawyer regains control of his uh, creation from the grips of the Soviet government. I hope it's like a Tetris situation and we get Roller Coaster Tycoon ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll just think of the possibilities. <laughs> that I feel like. Uh, in the right hands that could really go somewhere the best part about those 99 games is that you know they last for like hours and they require you to like manage the budgets of (laughs) your janitor sabotage yeah like well you could it could so you're buying up land vandals to other parks oh 
overwhelmed. Do you think that's a thing that happens? <laughs> What, in Do you think like Universal in, in Studios? Studios no, in real life, like Universal Studios is sending like undercover spies to Disney World to like loosen bolts and like jam doors and things. I, no, no, I don't. Okay, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where that's true. <laughs> no, no. So yeah, the first game published though by Hasbro Interactive, which is like oh that toy, I remember that toy company. I think I yeah, assume it's, it's the the video game arm of the toy company. That's impressive, you know. I'm just trying to branch out a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, we make action figures. We should probably get on this whole video game thing. Yeah, yeah. like they were like 20 years too late, but they they tried. <laughs> 20 years? I don't think so. I don't know. This game was like 1998, right? 99. Well, <laughs> segue. <laughs> Fun fact number three. Fun fact number three. This game came out in March of 1999 in North America in April of 1999 in Europe. And Jordan, come to find out, March of 2003 on the Xbox in North America which is yeah, Europe. That's interesting. I was, I'm was i a little miffed that you were holding out on me. You didn't tell me that there was a version of Roller Coaster Tycoon that I could have played on a console. Yeah, but you would have missed out on the whole, like, my intro talking about us abandoning consoles and also you wouldn't have got the experience. You don't want to play a computer game on an Xbox. You don't want like, to. Like, I love this game. <laughs> I'm not buying this on my Switch, even though there's a that exists. Are all. you getting ahead of my fun facts again, Jordan? No, I just... I think you are. I don't have access I to your you notes. Are. I don't I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, Man. Yeah, there's an Xbox version of this. I don't imagine that it's... Uh, there's not... P- there are certain games... So, okay. I will say something at some point once I stop rambling... I'll eventually figure out what I'm trying to say. And I will say it. But for now, I'm just going to keep rambling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Generally speaking, if I am given the choice between console and PC, no matter what it is, I'm almost always going to take the console. Yeah. But there are rare exceptions. This is one of those genres like RTS, strategy games, like a game like FTL, where a mouse and keyboard is going to be just fine. I, I probably didn't miss out on anything by not playing the Xbox version, but now I'm like, oh, there's an Xbox version. I would like to add this to my collection. So I don't know if it's good or not. Uh, a website that I never heard of until just this moment called xboxaddict.com gave it an 8 out of 10, 80%. Yeah? Yep. Overall, 8 out of 10 gameplay, 7 out of 10 visuals, 5 out of 10 sound. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I want to pick it up, though. If I see it, I'm going to pick it up. You're going to put it back down, or you're just going to pick it up? No, I'm going to pick it up and add it to the the, the Dan collection. We'll see here. We'll see here. So uh, I'm alluding to maybe a later segment in the show. We'll have to see. Oh, because you want to know what it costs? No. I want to know how quickly I can find a copy of it. Oh, okay. Maybe. Jordan, the first game was created with the help of various leading figures from the roller coaster and amusement park industries. Uh, What does that mean? So Chris Sawyer got his friends together. He's like, hey, you design roller coasters. Hey, you design amusement parks. Do you want to help me make a video game? That's what I assume that that means. Yeah, like like to make it like accurate as far as the physics go? (laughs) The physics. Yes, the physics of, of amusement park management. No, the physics are Probably. important when you're building a roller coaster because it does like record all like the vertical and lateral G's and all that kind of now, stuff. Now, it's funny that you say that because I didn't have a place to put this, but this is as good of a place 
as any to put yeah this. sure in the fun facts this fun fact it was fun uh two people died in my park what how well turns out that the the speed of the roller coaster is important how uh, <laughs> fast did you make it to kill people? <laughs> Wait, like it was just like not that it shot off the coaster. It was just they died in their seats from like no. sheer being squished into the back of the seats. Jeez. So I have one of those roller coasters. It's just it was a loop and then it goes up a hill and then it comes back down and goes to the loop again. Yes. A steel coaster. A reversed launch whatever or other. I don't know. It's just it's literally just like a hill and a loop. And uh so the thing um I've as I played probably 6 plus hours of this game and I was still learning about it as I was playing it. So I finally made one of these coasters. I was excited. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you can make this thing launch faster. Yes. Cool. It go so it's it starts at like 40 <laughs> and I was like, oh, it goes up to 60. This will be more exciting. It'll be a more thrilling ride. Yeah. So when I tested it, the car crashed. And you had people uh, the on car, it. Well, the car crashed. Into people. Hold on. No. No. <laughs> so so the, the test failed and I'm like, how do I... So I like slow it down and then I like open the coaster or whatever or try to test again it just like won't work so I go on my phone and I'm like how do you fix a crashed coaster um, in Roller Coaster Tycoon and I think there was like some steam forums or reddit where it's like you double I think you double click like the, the close of the ride and it resets it or something sure yeah why not I don't know this game anyways so I was like oh that's I don't I can't have the car crashing no. So I slowed it down from 60 to like 47 because I thought <laughs> like it started in like the 40s or something. So I, I thought it was like 45, 46, 47. I was like, eh, whatever. So at like 46 miles an hour, I just opened this thing and like immediately it crashes with two people on the ride. The first two people who got on the ride, it went, the car went off and crashed. And then you're, it was like two people have died in your park. I was like, uh, what? totally being a noob in roller coaster tycoon actually saved you from killing more people yeah because you always want to go into the settings and change it to that it doesn't go until the car is totally full well then you're so, optimizing and so the fact that you didn't have that clicked actually saved a lot of lives it's well nobody after it was crashed nobody wanted to go on it or something I so i why. think i actually changed it well i deleted it no that was actually after people died i deleted the coaster and just remade it and then it was highly <laughs> profitable. <laughs> same Listen, coaster, same place. Highly profitable. A little bit slower launch speed. Yes. Well, that is a fun fact. <laughs> don't don't someone, launch your coasters. Or do if that's what you're into. And the thing that when it crashed, somebody was like, you're just going to want to delete it because nobody will go on it. It'll just be a money pit if people die in your coaster. Yeah. So that's when I took that good internet advice and uh, learned from my mistakes. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I don't know. We'll probably get into it later, but six hours into this game, like, I think it was like five hours in, I was like, you can borrow more money. Like you can take out a bigger loan. Like what is happening? So I was still learning about all the, like, cause some of the roller coasters will let you change things. Some of them won't let you change something like the speed. So there's different options. So not most of the options, most of the coasters that I had built up at that point didn't give me a speed option. That's why I just cranked it all the way. All right, yeah. Bad things happen. It, it, it turns out. Turns out. <laughs> I needed more track. <laughs> more track, less speed. One of those two. Either one would have done it. Probably more track. Uh, Jordan, you alluded to this earlier. Um, this was the only game in the series that was ever ported to a console until Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures in 2018 on the Switch. 
They, yeah, I guess they're still making these. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. I don't think they're as well loved. I think people don't like the third one. I think yeah, some Steam reviews okay. or something. I think there's something about hardcore into the first one, yeah. super into the second one. Third one comes out. Got to buy it because why wouldn't you? The first two were great. It's completely different. It's got like yeah. more modern for the time, 3D gla- graphics instead of pixel art, mm. and it doesn't have the isometric view, and everything is kind of just a little bit wonky. And as the series has gone, they've like moved away from like the management simulator stuff, and it's more in, it's like leaning into the dark side of like mobile gamesy kind of stuff. Uh, okay, like everything has like a a bar, and you gotta. Uh, level up everything individually and you gotta there's all these different percentages you gotta track instead of like is my part good yes or no there's all of this stuff that you <laughs> gotta much, keep an eye on too much math for jordan now yeah yeah absolutely. you like the, you like the more um the emotional side of it the the the, the just does it feel like a good park yeah not is it a, a mathematically good park no 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 i mean i still like there's math involved in the first two <laughs> It's just less, <laughs> less man. <laughs> like increasing prices by ten cents at a time. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we got we got to move. We got to get into the into the meat of this because I don't want to. I don't want to jump the gun on all this stuff. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. All right. We'll get through these fun facts for you then, Jordan. It was the best selling PC game of 1999, and in the U.S. for nearly two years straight, it was in the top ten PC games. Wow. Apparently, in 2000 and 2001, it was also the second best-selling PC game behind The Sims. I'm not sure if that's just in the U.S. Wikipedia kind of got a little bit vague with these sales numbers, but yeah. this game was very, very popular. Very popular. Turn, turns out. People, I mean, The Sims was on another level, but Rollercoaster Tycoon did it for a lot of people. I don't... I've never... I have a little bit of exposure to The Sims. It's never gotten its hooks in me. I don't quite understand. You ever played SimCity? No, it's, oh. that's not The Sims. Though. No, 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 no. <laughs> SimCity came out first, and it's more, a lot more similar to Rollercoaster Tycoon yeah. than well, The Sims. I'm talking about The Sims. The Sims was like, what if you were just life. focused on one of the houses in The Sims? Like in, in <laughs> SimCity, what if you just focused on one house instead of an entire city? Yeah. And then it became like a, a whole thing. They released all this DLC. It became basically like a dating simulator. Did you ever get into The Sims at all? Uh, I mean, just like a little bit. Not like I never like was super into it. I think I got it from the library or something. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. People like The Sims. Um, yeah, people like this game too. My sister-in-law was super into The Sims. Every time I feel like this has come up since uh, what Super Worth It or Worthless episode one uh, on Patreon, you were like. Uh, you forgot about Roller Coaster Tycoon or something. Yeah. And then so it's come up on Discord and just in conversations here and there since then. And I feel like every time it comes up, people are like, Roller Coaster Tycoon is great. It's yeah. great. Everybody's like, this is great. I feel like it's universally liked by anybody who's ever played it. It's one of those weird, rare occasions where people's remembrance of the game is actually accurate. Yeah. Yeah. It feels that, 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 that I would, yes. I would yes, yeah. Jordan, the original game had 21 scenarios, and there were an, apparently an extra 60 scenarios added with the two expansions, which is interesting that the expansions had more scenarios than the original game. Yeah, I remember that too, because there was all these extra big boxes you could buy to get the expansions, and I think yeah. we might have done that. Uh, I don't know. I, I have like on my phone, there's like the full 80 scenarios, and then you can yeah. buy more if you want to get even more. I think I've worked through about half of them. It's a lot. Half? 
Yeah, oh yeah. How long have you been playing this game on your phone? <laughs> Years, I don't know. I mean, not on my phone, but mostly on my iPad. Oh. <laughs> Again, like, I just, things I don't know about my friend Jordan. Well, it's like you kind of get into it and you binge it for a while, and then you're, then one day you're just like, I don't want to play this oh, game. Oh, this anymore. is a black hole. Yeah. It's like, you just, I'm like, I looked at my time on Steam and I was like, I spent how long yesterday? Yeah. I spent, the, I've got, my hours are how many? So I've been playing this game. <laughs> and it didn't feel like it. I've been playing this game in the morning before work, just like to get, <laughs> like leading up to the podcast, yeah. like just to get some, like, I wanted to play through a few scenarios and frequently I'll be like playing and like you're, you're watching, like most of the scenarios are like two, three, four years and it goes by what seems like it goes by pretty quick, but then all of a sudden I look at the clock and I'm like, I'm late. And a then, year feels like a almost an hour. Oh, for me. See, like in my brain, a scenario only takes an hour, but that's completely wrong. No, that's not yeah. right. I also play like you get things going and then you go into hyperspeed yeah. to like rake up, like get some money going. So I don't have hyperspeed. Yeah, you can go one speed, two speed, three speed, or four speed. I don't think that's on the the version that it I have. It sure is. I'll show you. I don't think so. It's, just, it's, it's it's yeah. It's part of the game, Dan. I don't know. I guarantee you, where the play button and stop button are, I had also like nope, a fast I had button. pause, I had save, and I had toggle the volume on and off. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It's bad. That can't be right. That can't be right. <laughs> There's no way they expect you to play this at regular speed. The whole time. <laughs> we'll have to take Telling a look you, at man. that sometime. I'll, well, let's take a look. Telling you. Um, there's also some miscellaneous like real-life parks in the game as well that I didn't get to. Really? Because I only got to three scenarios. Yep. Oh, I don't think mine has that. But you have the deluxe version, so who yeah. knows what Ooh, you Ooh, the, the better than the new release of it, or the, they didn't want to re-up the license. Exactly, the, yeah, the that's what I'm guessing it. happened. Um, and Jordan, this was another thing that you were, we were talking about this a little bit. This has Mega Park unlocked by completing the original 21 scenarios, which is essentially a sandbox mode where I think they give you like 50 grand to like do whatever you want. And there's no The Mega Park is, is the park from the front of the box. Okay. Like the super awesome Well, park. according to Wikipedia... Mega Park is just like the closest thing there is to like a free play. Just like do your thing. Yeah. There is a toolkit mode on iOS and also on Steam that lets you create your own scenarios. It looks like that it comes with the deluxe version on Steam. Yeah. And on iOS, it's an extra purchase, six bucks, but then you can have full sandbox mode and like you can do the unlimited money and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's a lot here. Um, I spent six hours on three scenarios and I didn't even finish the third one. So it's like getting into all that other stuff is just like, oh my goodness, you could play this game for a really long time. You sure could. Or forever, like Jordan, who's had it on his iPad for who knows how long and he's done half the scenarios, which means he's probably put 150 hours into Roller Coaster Tycoon I keep, on his iPad. I keep looking <laughs> at the two DLCs because there's, there's two, you can get one that has 17 parks, one that has 14 parks. And they're each like $2. Yeah. And I keep looking at them and I'm like, no. Stop. That's right in your price range. I know, but I have so many that I haven't played yet. That I haven't <laughs> even unlocked it, so it doesn't make any sense. So <laughs> Someday. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Skip. It's going to disappear from the store because oh Atari goodness. just lost the license and I'm never going to have it. Yeah, chance. you should actually. It might not be a bad idea to pick those up now. <laughs> oh, no. All right, Jordan, that's all my fun facts. That might have been the longest we've ever made it into yeah. an episode on fun facts. <sighs> <laughs> There's a lot to say apparently in the PC space. I guess so. There's just lots of just a lot to. We ramble. haven't mined this area of retro gaming yet. No, it's like the first time we covered a Game Boy game with Pokemon. 
we (laughs) talked a lot because it was a whole new area of gaming that we hadn't talked about before. Well, Jordan has a hard cutoff time today, and I made a joke about the podcast being two hours and us not making it. Well, turns out we're we're well (laughs) on our way to a two-hour podcast Uh, if this keeps up. But it shouldn't keep up because now we're moving into what the game does well. Yes. All right. All right, Dan, number one on my list, and we've touched on this already, so we can keep this kind of brief, but my favorite thing about this game is that the game can be whatever you want it to be. Do you want it to be a rigid simulator where you are like overseeing every single minute detail of your park, you're managing like all of your maintenance guys and your janitors and security and like all of that, like you can get into the super minute details if you want, but if you don't want that, you can also kind of treat it like a sandbox mode and you can just do whatever. I can, you can completely ignore the objective objectives um the nice thing about this game is like once you like the objectives will be like play for three years and try to achieve a park rating or make this much money or whatever all these different things and that's real time for you (laughs) apparently (laughs) you can just ignore all that and then also like once that three or four year thing comes up it's not like the game's like okay you're done it's like no you can keep playing indefinitely as long as you want and so like if you want to just go sandbox mode you have that option too uh you also have the option if you're just like completely sadistic you can just create roller coasters to shoot people into a lake or the side of a mountain (laughs) which i did as a kid a lot like i'd I'd go and make these crazy roller coasters and like i remember um like using sidewalks to draw a target in the middle of the desert and like (laughs) trying to launch the cars off and hit it like this game has a lot of freedom to be whatever you want it to be i mean when you get into the like the toolbox mode the sandbox mode you can basically treat it like Minecraft almost because you're yeah. shaping the land and doing all the terrain and trees and all that kind of stuff and lakes. And so the game has a lot of flexibility to be whatever you want it to be. I feel like I'm I'm sensing you're throwing a little bit of shade in my way by like if I'm looking at my notes and you're talking about how you can like meticulously manage a bunch no, of No, I do that. And I'm looking at my notes and I'm going... That's a bunch of meticulous points that I like about this game. <laughs> no, I, it was no shade at all. That's how I played this game. I've played it enough now that I know like everything. Like you jump into a new park, I instantly start throwing down bathrooms at the front and the back, and putting strategically placing things and going and changing all the little. You don't settings. go for the merry-go-round first. Uh, that's not my first thing. No, I, I'll tell you what I do. I start with bathrooms at the front and the back. I get a info booth at the front and the back. I get some drinks and food at the front and the back. And then uh, the next thing I do is I start putting trash cans and park benches along all the paths spaced out evenly. And then I'll get some uh, a couple handyman and uh, maintenance guys in there so that once I start building rides and stuff, all of the infrastructure is there to support them, open up the park, boom, you can start going. You have so many more options than I do. What I couldn't place about? park benches. I couldn't place yeah, you garbage can. cans. Absolutely. There's Jordan, a whole scenery option. I am telling you. I'm telling you. And that- also the toolkit thing you're talking about, shape and landscape, that's just one of the uh, the UI options. You just click the thing yeah, and you but can drag that up costs and down. you money. That costs you yeah, money. It does cost you money. If it's you expensive. actually use the toolkit mode, it doesn't cost you money. Oh, well, yeah, moving a mountain costs money, Dan. Yeah, it does. That I guarantee cost you, you money. We need to go take a look at your uh, version on Steam. I guarantee you that you have the scenery options. On the bottom, there's a little thing where you can build rides. You can do scenery. You can use the landscaping tools. There's nothing on the bottom, Jordan. It's Chris Sawyer's name. 
Yeah, I'm dude. telling you. I'm telling man. you that you bought some weird bootleg <laughs> no. knockoff version of this game. It's like, why does my Windows have the this is not a licensed copy on the bottom? Why is that watermark there? No, but speaking of the you want to talk about PC gaming, this thing was crashing when I was trying to launch it and I had to go find a Steam forum where the person's like, go into the executable in your Steam folder, change all these options and compatibility modes. It's just like, why do I need to do this to get this game to run? What? Okay, just console, man. Step one. Pull out your iPad. Step two, play this game on your iPad. Why are you playing this on Steam? Ugh. Anyway, I don't even have an iPad. That's my favorite thing about the game. All right, you well, can do whatever you want to do. All right, the, Jordan. My first point is there's something really satisfying here. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if it's like my wiring, like just my brain and my nerdy, like um. I feel like this hit something in my brain that. It's like I need to micromanage yeah. a lot of things and I need to like build something up over time and like the the constant cha-ching of like running this yes. business and like the the balance of like I didn't know for a long time that you could borrow money. So I'm like trying to like manage things more carefully. And once yeah. I figured out you could borrow money, I'm like, I'm just gonna borrow this extra three thousand dollars so I can make this roller coaster. Yeah. And I'm just gonna it made the game so much easier. Um, and then, you know, you can, um, just, I don't, I don't know. There's something really, really satisfying about sort of building something up from scratch and then like watching the interest of people and what they're saying and, and what, what they think is too expensive or like what's great value or like, there's just something about it. That's just like all of this combines to be something really unique and satisfying that I haven't quite experienced in a game before. I, something that is very appealing to somebody like me. I agree with you, and I think that I know what it is. I think that this game has all of the like dopamine hits of yeah. a mobile game, <laughs> but without the grinding, without the premium currencies and the gems and the time gates and all that, it's like you're constantly getting that dopamine hit, but instead of being like, you have to wait 15 minutes to build another ride, it's like, no, I have the money. I'm building another ride right now. <laughs> and then like you know, it's like, at least on my version, you can just fast forward mode yeah. and get the money in. It's like this game, it's like it gives you all of those constant, like like you said, the ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. And it's like, yes, I need, I'm getting all this money. I'm accruing all this wealth. And it's it's amazing. I yeah. love it. It does something. I don't know. It, it, it unlocks a side of me that scares me, Dan. <laughs> well, and that like transitions nicely into my second point. That's like the game feels relaxing. Yeah. Like you're just... <sighs> The part of the way that this game just turns into a black hole is like there's a lot to do and none of it feels like super stressful. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, this scenario, I just like I played for over like two hours last night, I think, and I still hadn't finished my three year scenario. And I'm just like still completely satisfied. And I'm like, man, there's just something about this game where. When something goes wrong, like, hey, you might want to get your mechanic. Where are your mechanics? Or, like, your your, your uh, patrons are complaining that the, the park is dirty. Like, maybe hire a handyman. Or, like, this roller coaster is broken. But it's not like, oh, my goodness, I need to react to this immediately. It's like, oh, I just need to. That's another thing. Yeah. Man, it's just kind of like. Did you figure out about using the little blue footstep icon on your handyman and mechanics? Uh, so I saw something about it showing their footpaths. But, like, I think we'll touch a little bit on this later. Like I, six hours into this game, I was still discovering like <laughs> Dan. What, what everything like four hours into this game, I think three or four hours into this game, I figured out that you could like monitor people's thoughts. I'm like 20 
five years into this game, 23 years into this yeah. game, and I'm still learning things about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I didn't quite get around to... Dude, there's the, another thing that, that the, the I blue, do right off the bat. I saw it, but I didn't like actually figure out what it did. Yeah, you can set like a route for your handymen yeah. so that like they can go, here's the rides where everybody's puking. I'm going to set a guy to just be on this stretch, and all he's going to do is mop vomit. That's his job. Right, well, even that was like, oh, yeah, I can... Sp- when people keep complaining that there's litter in my park, it's like, oh, I can hire handymen. I can have them literally just clean up litter. Yeah. That came a little bit later too. Oh yeah. You need to, I saw it early on, but I didn't utilize it until later. I'm like, oh, that's a, don't ever click the box to have your handyman mow the lawn. They don't need to mow the lawn. (laughs) Keep them on a path. Right. Mow the water, the flowers or whatever. Mow the grass. Yeah. Why are you mowing grass right now? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You have nothing better to do than like mow how many, thousands of acres yeah (laughs) right right so what else do you have um last thing for me is tons and tons of content like i said um with the modern version of this game you don't have to have that fomo like you don't have to be me at target looking at the shelf and like look at all these expansions for lorcos tycoon that i know my family can't afford so like the fact that you can buy this now and if you get it on your on ios there's literally it's almost a hundred scenarios you could never play them all and if you really want to you have the two dollar expansions your version had all sorts of stuff that mine doesn't even have so the fact that for just a few bucks you can get more content than you could ever actually play or would actually play it's nice it's not the experience that i have with most games these days it's funny you say you know uh, looking at these big box expansions and how expensive they are it's like it's funny to think that my son will never grow up in a world where a single video game for a birthday is like super precious and it's the thing you're going to play for six months. It's like with the world of steam sales where you, for $10, you can have like hundreds of hours added to your library of games and just, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a funny new world. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to me that people will, we post stuff on Instagram all the time, uh, old ads and stuff. And be like, Whoa, games were 60, 70, $80 back in the day. It's crazy how expensive they were, or, or you know, or even like we'll they'll, we'll post something with something on sale, and it'll be like thirty, four bucks. Like, look how much cheaper games were back then, and we totally forget about like inflation and the fact <laughs> yeah, that no. all of these games, like when we were a kid, games, you know, a sixty dollar game isn't the same as a sixty dollar game today. No. That no. was you know two, three times as much as what it is now. And you're right, like there weren't like, oh, I'm gonna jump on the eShop. Oh, look, here's this premium triple <laughs> A game from Ubisoft that came out three months ago and it's already on sale for ten dollars. Like that that isn't a thing that we have when we were kids. Yeah, it's uh it's a crazy time. But yeah, there's something about like there's a lot here and I'm sad because I know I'm gonna move on before I really like get as much roller coaster tycoon <laughs> as I would like to get because I'm just I don't know Shredder's Revenge just came out and like that's fantastic and there's a whole bunch of other games where I'm like yep I'm gonna leave roller coaster tycoon behind it's gonna be one of those things where I'm like I should really play more of that but I'm just never like because too it's such a black hole that I'm just never gonna be like yeah for four hours on an afternoon one day I'm, I could do this yeah <laughs> like Sure, wife. I'm just gonna lock myself in my office to casually play some roller coaster tycoon. Again, just like, another reason you why going, you should have got the mobile version, but it's all right. It's not too late. It's not too late. I could still do it unless Atari gave it up, and then it is in, too late. In fact, I thought about doing it a couple days ago, or it might have been yesterday. Of like, I could if I get the mobile version, I can play this now. I don't have to wait till I get home. <laughs> it's, it's like one of those wow. like I can play when I'm out and about. 
That's where it's great. Like, but will you? No, probably not. I just won't. We need like roller coaster tycoon go, and like you uh, you build roller coasters around your neighborhood in an AR environment. I, no, I just need like three minute bursts of mobile. Yeah, like that's the the problem is this game takes too much focus and attention, and like playing a mobile game where it takes focus and attention is not like I'm pulling out my phone to play for four hours. Yeah, this is just not what I do. No, no. But at work, a, you know, I get a couple minutes. I'll like let me play. I don't know. Anyways, I got Jordan. I got a bunch of specifics now. Let's hear him. We we can try to run these down pretty quick, but it gets into what you were talking about, how this game can really be what you want it to be. So a lot of the mechanics were really satisfying, and it's just like, they kind of seem obvious in a way, but they're, um, what's what's the word? Um, why can't I find words? Right limiting? Now? No, not no. limiting. Um, Magical? magical sure we'll go with magical these it'll come to me in a minute it's not even like a difficult word that i'm looking for um effervescent no it's the surprise and delight what is the word that i'm looking for right now whimsy no (laughs) i hate that i can't think of this word i think you could just say surprise and delight not surprise and delight it's a word that is uh it's like unique and unusual and it gives our brain like oh that's unusual like what's why why can't I, eccentric why I, no it's not even uh, novelty the novelty, novelty. Ding, why ding, 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 why ding. why that's not even it's a novel word yeah oh goodness so anyways the first mechanic borrowing money I did. I was like, so you get a loan to make your roller coasters and you got to yeah. wait for income to come into your park. And I was like, this is, I guess I'll just sit here for a few minutes while oh. I hope to sell a few more sodas. Yeah. No, you got to get and a loan. You just click the up arrow and I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. You can borrow money, which absolutely makes sense. And then like once your park's doing well, you can just pay the money back. Just hit the no, down, or not. down arrow. Or yeah. don't. Or not. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I just. I'm starting to realize that. We're on a profitable business here. Uh, the, the young adults who maybe grew up playing. Roller Coaster Tycoon would have been the same ones that got sucked into the uh, subprime mortgage market and crash of 2008. And it could have been this game that primed them for taking risky loans. The short squeeze of GameStop stock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one, R&D. Like you can set your level of like how much money do you want to invest in stuff? Do you want to like look yeah. into new roller coasters, new shops, things like that? It's just like it's one of those things where they don't give you everything up front. Like you have to actually strategically decide what you yes. want to develop. And so it's like the part of the why that's also interesting is because like if you want a different park or like you want to take it from one park to another and do something totally different, yes. your R and D strategy can actually help you with that. Or yeah, you, like you can improve your current roller coasters, or you can invest in new ones and all that stuff. It's, it's if just like a, if you've got a really small footprint, you don't want to be investing in roller coasters because you're not going to be able to build any. So that's another thing. First thing I do, one of the first things I do is when I get into a new park is go in, set the R and D to maximum, and then choose which couple of things I'm going to focus on. Like there's a uh, one that I got stuck on. I actually I just beat it today. I actually failed it at least once, maybe twice, you're building a theme park in uh, an abandoned um, Air Force base kind of thing. Yeah. And all of the rides are like airplane and space themed. Okay. And it doesn't, it locks you out of everything that's not like airplane 
themed. Okay. And it like really makes you be creative because you don't have a whole lot of options. Now, does Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic update the prices for inflation? Because for <laughs> the, the heaviest you can invest in R&D... $400. $400 a month. <laughs> that's actually one of my... That's one of my things and what the game doesn't do so well. So we'll okay. get there eventually. Okay. Uh, speaking of prices, I have adjusting prices. It's another thing where it's just like, you can charge your park admission. This is another thing where I'm like, I, I kind of want to try this. I want to do like a completely free park and then just charge like an arm and a leg, like a real, like, you know, we live sort of close to Cedar Point, which is a great amusement park. Yeah. But like you buy these expensive tickets and then pretty much all of the rides you just get on. And I'm like, I wonder if that would work for Roller Coaster Tycoon. Well, Dan, you just need to play some more Roller Coaster Apparently Tycoon because do, right? about once you've gotten past the beginner tutorial stages, most whoa, of whoa. most of the more difficult scenarios involve your rides all being free. You cannot change them. They are set to free. Your oh. only source of income is the gate and concessions and souvenirs and hats and balloons and all that kind of stuff. Well, see, the tutorial in uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon Deluxe is a video that plays for a few minutes. Oh, yeah. And uh, Well, the game is a tutorial. You just get yeah. thrown into the deep end. Yeah, it doesn't really tell you a whole lot. I just I, It basically walks you through the UI. Yeah. And doesn't even do a good job of doing that. I forgot to put this in the, what the game doesn't do well, but the tutorial. <sighs> I I haven't needed one in over a decade, so I can't comment on that. I yeah. Well, anyway, so you can adjust your prices throughout your park, adjust what coasters cost, adjust what you want to charge for drinks and ice cream and pizza and balloons and maps and umbrellas, and it's like you can see what people think of your prices, and it's like you were you kept saying like you can set your prices above what people like default by a little bit, and like people just were not happy with me. Yeah, you can go up 50 cents easily on yeah. on every item. You can set the roller coaster prices based on their excitement rating. That didn't work for me. You told me that, but it didn't really work for me. What are you talking about? If it, if it has a 7.6 excitement rating, you can yeah. set it to $7.60. And nope, it wasn't working for me. People were complaining that stuff was too expensive when the excitement rating was different. So uh, I mean, there's a fancy updated version. No, absolutely thing. not. That's how, that's how I've been playing the game since 1998 or whatever. 99. That's why you've been failing. No, that's I why haven't. you haven't beaten it yet. Oh, Dan, I will fight you. <laughs> I'll fight you. The option to build your own rides is also nice, Jordan. You, you can make also, your own co- you make your own coasters. What you can you do, do that. You do your thing. I like that. Or you can charge people to use the bathroom. <laughs> ten cents. No what? one complains. You can charge ten cents to use the bathroom. No one complains. You go to twenty. I, I didn't have the heart to do it. You go to twenty and people get mad. People will get mad, but ten cents they'll do it. I was just taking the forty-nine dollar hit for all of my bathrooms. You still lose money, but you only lose like a couple bucks if you go to 10 cents. <laughs> okay. But yeah, the game gives you pre-made coasters, which is nice, but you can also, if you want to do your own thing, I yes. like that that's an option. And they, they well. kind of like, that's part of the game, like the built-in tutorials that in the early levels, you can use all the pre-made ones and they're like, they give you nice flat open, big open spaces to use them. Later in the game, when you get into some of these like tighter scenarios, you have to build your own stuff because the pre-made things aren't going to fit or you yeah. have crazy land variation. So you have to build your own stuff. Um, and you know, I, I like that. I like that they, they give you different scenarios that let you do both speaking of not fitting jordan this game saw that as a uh, they're like what if we gave you a solution for your ride not fitting you could buy land yeah you just if you know (laughs) anything with land manipulation or stuff it gets really expensive in this game so i think it's like 40 bucks a square 
or something to buy land if you want to expand your uh yeah or it gave i didn't try it but i think you can lease like you can lease land to allow your coaster to go over it or something so there's some areas like you can't own the highway like they're like a road or whatever but you can get a land's rights for that so you can build a sidewalk or a bridge over the highway or build your monorail over the highway so yeah you can pay for a land rights but yeah. again, it's just one of those things that should be in the game. It makes sense. It makes the game more interesting and fun. You know, we all know here. we're in the midst of a big cryptocurrency bubble right now. Um, everything's crashing. Everyone's trying to shift their assets to hard assets, buy some land. And, you know, most of us can't afford to buy land in real life, but we can buy digital <laughs> land in a game from 1999. <laughs> Next novel uh, point, Jordan. Running promotions. You want coupons? You want free admission? Oh, coupons? You want marketing? You got we. <laughs> I can't think of another game that I've played that lets you issue coupons. No, I, and as a former, there's got to be some. I, I, there's, yes, there's got to be one, and there's one buried in my brain somewhere. I don't know what it is though. As a former graphic designer for a regional grocery chain, who made a <laughs> lot of coupons in my day, it's this really scratches that itch that I haven't been able to do in a while. <laughs> issuing coupons. <laughs> But yeah, if you want to get more people to your park, because some of the scenarios. So we, I guess we should say like the what the scenarios require. Oh, there's so many different ones. Well, like, but just give examples. Maybe yeah. is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, like maybe by year three, you have to have 500 people in your park and a park rating of 600, whatever the hundred ratings yes. are. I don't. I didn't understand the one that I just quite played. How the effect, the rating effect. Of Amity things, Airfield. I had to have 3,000 people in my, oh my park goodness. with a park rating of 600. So, yeah, th- there's those, th- there's that kind. There's the kind where you have to reach a park value, which is like you got to build a lot of expensive roller coasters. Yeah. There's some where it's like you're in a bunch of debt. Get out of it. Um, there are some where it's full solely rate, uh, based on your park rating. There's some where it's uh, you got to make a certain amount of profit. There's all these different scenarios. Yeah. Um, there's ones where they give you like a beat beat up dumpy old park that already has a whole bunch of rides and you have to like remodel it and and get it up and running again all of this stuff sounds so much fun there's ones where they give you <laughs> literally like a tiny little square of land and they're like good luck and they force you to learn oh i can actually buy land and i can expand or you just try to cram as many rides uh vertically as you can i feel like i need to just take a vacation day just to play roller coaster tycoon yeah or a year <laughs> sabbatical uh tweaking the settings on coasters is another thing where it's just like i mean obviously like this game lets you manage your park and it's just like like what i was saying earlier oh i set the coaster to go too fast and the car crashed and it happens part of life it happens but it's just like even with your r&d like you can set like new uh carts for your coasters and stuff like that or you can improve your rides and stuff like that or if uh if something's not popular you don't want to wait for it to have a full load of people so it's like you can wait for a half load or anybody to get on it at all somebody please come on my merry-go-round yeah my pirate ship one pirate ship two anybody please it's only 50 cents <laughs> <laughs> how many times how many swings do you want the pirate ship to have how so, many times do you want the merry go around to go around here's something that you these don't, options are nice you don't actually get in the game unless like you really are paying attention is that each year like year over year like the excitement rating of yeah. a ride drops and so does like yeah. its value but you can solve that by just demolishing the ride and building <laughs> 
a brand new one in the exact Cheater. same spot. That's, so. that's cheating. Pro tip. That's cheating. No, it's just part of life. It's like, oh, our old <laughs> our old Ferris wheel's falling apart. People don't want to go in anymore. Well, what if we built a new one right here? <laughs> Whatever, man. Uh, Jordan, I like that you can see people's thoughts in this game. It's uh, come to find out hours <laughs> into the experience, I figured out an essential part of the experience, and it made me significantly better at managing my park. When Who I knew could see that well, this was actually just a mind reading simulator? Yeah. Well, it's funny that everybody just wears their thoughts, just where anybody, any old park manager can listen in. Which it's super helpful because that's how you know, like, okay, people yes. think that my park is too messy. People think that it's too crowded. Yeah. Uh, think people think it's too expensive or they're hungry or whatever. Yeah. You can also see, like, what rides are popular, what's profitable, what's not profitable. You can, like, there's this whole series of menus that I discovered later on where I was like, oh, yeah. This is how I figured out what's too expensive, what's not expensive enough, what everybody's doing. My bathrooms. 100% popularity. Oh, yeah. Everybody's using the bathroom. It's weird. Park. Yeah, it's, it's like, very man, strange. I feel like when I was a kid, nobody used the bathroom. Yeah, and now it's just like in this game, some alternate reality. Kids these days. Yeah, you know, everybody's like, what if we use the bathroom? And what if it costs you $49 a month to have a bathroom? Yeah, it's one of those costs you just got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> not you. Not if you charge for it. Well, you still lose some money. Well, <laughs> what are they going to do? Just leave mad? They already paid to get in the park. Well, that's the thing. You know if what you, I'm saying? If you have a scenario that requires you to get a lot of people in your park, you want to have bathrooms, you want to keep stuff cheap, you want to build ATMs so people, if they run out of cash, they can get uh, some more money. I don't know what you're talking about with these ATMs. Well, Jordan. they don't unlock in the little baby mode that you were yeah, playing. Yeah, well, so what? Baby mode is fun. It is fun. Deal with it. It's a lot of fun. Those are the Deal levels that I played when I was a kid because I didn't have all the extra stuff. Yeah. Got a couple more things. We already mentioned the scenarios. like... The, the objectives, I like that they're just clear and short, concise, at least in the baby mode they are. Yeah, no, it, fully. It's great. Even it's to the end of the up. game, there's only ever like one, yep. maybe two objectives. Yeah, it makes it, it's that's that relaxing thing too that I'm talking about. Just like, oh, yeah, yeah. you just have to do this by this, like that. I got three easy, years easy baby to mode. get some people in here. It's yep. great. And then uh, we we mentioned it too, Jordan, uh, the, the terrain adjustment. Like I like that, so... The terrain makes it adds an element of difficulty. Like, oh, there's a bunch of trees here. Yeah. Oh, you're this park has a bunch of hills. Build around this lake, but there's a bunch of hills. But you literally have a tool where it's just like you can lower stuff or raise stuff up or like. It's a poor man's Minecraft. Um, you can. The, I just have to right click this tree and pay fifteen dollars. Could you imagine having a tree removed from your property for fifteen dollars? That's I a great deal. <laughs> just had a tree removed from my property. Was it fifteen dollars? Uh, no, it was not. I got the absolute cheapest price possible because I went in with two of my neighbors and we got rid of four trees and it was twelve hundred and fifty dollars for oh. my one tree. My the quote I got right before no. that was twenty five hundred dollars, or Dan they would come and trim it for me for fourteen hundred dollars. What? And that might get it an extra year or two before it fell on my house. What? Yeah, that's madness. Yeah, it's crazy. No, thank you. I would love to remove a tree for fifteen dollars. Jordan, I'm out of novelty. All right. You got anything else? No, that's great. I had my three points. You had your 40. Four, well, it was only three points. I just had a bunch of subplots. <laughs> that's cheating. <laughs> well, that's something you do well in this game. I, yeah, well, maybe. All right, let's move on to what the game doesn't do so well.
real meat of this conversation. Let's talk. Let's tell the people the truth about Roller Coaster Tycoon. What didn't the game do well? <laughs> you thought I, I thought you had something. Had You're gonna something? ask me? No. Um, probably <laughs> like my my main complaint with the game is that it is an isometric view pixel art, which is cool. Yeah. I really like that. And you can rotate into four different views. But there's a lot of times when that isometric view lets you down and you only have the four views so you can't like really see like the, uh, a path where you need to build a path might be blocked by a roller coaster yeah. and some trees and a mountain and you can't ever rotate into any view where you can actually see what you're trying to work on. So is this a new stance for worth it or worthless we're complaining about pixel art? No, I'm complaining, <laughs> I'm complaining about like I have to build a path here and I literally in all four views can't see it. And so I just have to hope for the best. Jordan, it was a joke. I know. Did you, it doesn't seem like you do. No, I was just saying I want to be validated. <laughs> I, need, I need to be validated. Well, here's a, here's a little bit of validation for you. One of the things that I have that the game doesn't do so well is the camera rotation is a little annoying. See? Thank you, Dan. Yeah. The, the camera in general is a little bit um, old. Leave some things to be desired, but in in the game you can like so if you're looking at the popularity of various rides and facilities, you can click it and it'll pop up a dialog box where you see a picture of it and like kind of manage it and stuff. And then there's like a little crosshair icon which you can click on and it will immediately take you to that thing. Yes. So there's ways to navigate around your park. Yeah easier than like having to find something and scroll and stuff like that. But the camera rotation, which I imagine, I imagine there's probably a better way of doing it on iOS or whatever. There's probably like a swipe command or something, but in the PC version, I have to like mouse off of whatever I'm doing or trying to do to click a little rotation icon. And then it's going to screw up the view. So I don't quite know where I was. And then it's still not even going to give me, accurate like a, a good look at what i'm trying yeah. to do now there are visual options where you can like make rides invisible and like sort of tweak it so that certain things don't show up but like largely the camera is kind of a uh, annoying it, you just you don't have enough control over it yeah and they, they did control. fix that there's only and... like three zoom levels on the pc version oh so on yeah. on the ios version you can like pinch to zoom and you can go to any level of zoom. Nope. You can zoom all the way out and see the whole park. You can zoom all the way in and see one person. So yeah, yeah. that's that's great. Imagine three fixed levels of zoom. That's not great. Might have been four, but I'm pretty sure it was three. Also, you had just have a button to scroll through your four rotations. Yeah. And then I don't even think the rotate button was near the zoom button. That could have been wrong. So it's like you're trying, to, I don't know, trying to see what you're trying to see in this game. Not great. Yeah, just play it on mobile. I might. I might have to. If I'm going to keep playing Roller Coaster Tycoon, yeah. <laughs> I probably will just have to pick up the mobile version. And now that you told me that it's going, or now that I told you that it's going away, I might get some FOMO and might have to pick that, that up. That it might be going away. I yeah. have FOMO that something might maybe kind of maybe be going you away. You know how these things go. Oh, it's, I, all, it's always I dumb know. with this licensing stuff. Um, my thing, a second thing that I... Uh, kind of irks me about the game is that the currency didn't even make sense in 1999 <laughs> like the fact that like your R&D is $400 and a roller coaster you build a gigantic roller coaster and it's $10,000 like I get why or they a had small to... one for 1300 <laughs> yeah I, I get why they had to do it because you have to be able to like pay for stuff and make it fun but it is like just I feel I wish they kind of would just like 
increase all of the prices or something. It just, it's a little weird. It makes even less sense in 2022 when like you're trying to charge a dollar fifty for a hamburger at a theme park, which <laughs> right. doesn't exist anywhere in the world. The dollar fifty hamburger at a theme park, and people are like, "I don't know, that seems too expensive." And they're like, "That would be nine dollars. That would be nine dollars at Cedar Point." <laughs> yeah, the prices are weird. They kind of make sense when it's like, "Oh, an umbrella is two dollars," but then it's like, it doesn't scale well. But I feel like it, the prices are what they are to kind of make the math systems work in the game. Oh yeah. I, I get why it has to be that way. It just, it kind of, you know, this game, I really like to get immersed and feel like I'm part of the game and that took yeah. me out of it. Yeah. The money, the, the dollars and cents <laughs> is what took no, you out it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't really. But if I'm, I had to kind of stretch to get my three points of what the game doesn't do well. <laughs> I feel like mine are all sort of related ish. Um, one of the points that I have written down is it needs some quality of life features. Yeah. And I think that all of these kind of fit into that. Like the, like I was saying to you, the, the the UI feels a little bit like clunky. It just, it doesn't, you don't really know what things are supposed to do. The game doesn't give you a great tutorial and so I'm like digging through these menus, finding new options and all this stuff. And it's like, I kept like not clicking on stuff that I either wanted to click on or like it was popping up multiple boxes and to close those boxes, I would have to like go to the X in the corner. And a lot of it just feels outdated and clunky. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just like, I, f- I feel like um, with the UI specifically, I would just like, this game, I can't, I don't know what I'm doing as well, or I can't manage it as well just because it's, it's like, doesn't, I don't know, lack of clarity maybe. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Uh, My third point is that there are just lots and lots of menus. Um, I feel like this game is sort of like the bass guitar, Dan, that it's, it's easy to learn, but it's hard to master. Okay. And I feel like I'm probably approaching virtuoso status okay. with this game because I've been playing it for over two decades. Yeah. So like I know where all the stuff is in the menus, but when you would be like, where is this? Or like, I'm running into this problem and I would go to take a screenshot and send you something. I'm really like, oh yeah, that's not intuitive. I had to go through like three <laughs> different levels of menu and I'm like highlighting all these different things. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, it, it definitely if you haven't played this before, you're going to take some time. Like just literally the first time you play it, just go in and click on everything. Yeah. Just click on everything. And then after you've played for a few hours, go back and click on everything again. Cause you're yeah. like, Oh, that would be helpful to know. There's yeah. just, they give you so many options, which is something that we liked about the game. But the fact that they give you so many options can be overwhelming and it can be difficult. Like there isn't going to be a nice concise tutorial that will just be able to walk you through all those things and you don't need all of those things in the beginning no so but it doesn't also really tell you when you need to start using them so yeah it can be confusing if you've never played it before um, i'm sure there's like a good youtube video explainer out there where you can go and watch somebody explain all the different stuff but it's not in the game so it's definitely a downside maybe it would have been in the manual i don't know i don't remember reading the manual for this game Part of me feels like I shouldn't be discovering new things after six hours of playing a game. No, dude, I'm, I, I, I'm <laughs> you know still I'm discovering new stuff in this game. That's what I'm saying. There's there's so much. Yeah. Um, another thing, Jordan, I have that in these... Actually, I have two points, and they're kind of linked. There's no undo feature from like what I could tell. Like, no. I just, just let me... Like, control Z. Let me command Z yeah. and just undo the thing that I... Like, 
I don't want to put that sidewalk there. Yeah. Like, let me undo it. Oh, you're going to charge me money to change the, the, <laughs> the texture on the sidewalk so that it matches. Cause I loaded my save file and it's not dirt roads. It's con like what? Like, just let me just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, like, I get you. An undo button would be awesome. The, the lack of undo coupled with like, sometimes the camera just like doesn't, you can't see where you're trying to put the thing or like, you can't get a good angle on it or the way it's flashing. It's just like, can I just not be charged money for like trying to put things where I want them to be? Or like, yeah. you know, you can't really, it's, I was like, can I move a building? Yeah, like, you... <laughs> yo, can I can I just like move? Can I please just click on this thing and drag it somewhere else, or like hit an easy button? This back back to the UI thing. It's like, okay, so I have to like click this thing, and then I think I have to like right click it, and then I have to hit the little tractor, and then it's flashing, and then if I hit the tractor again, it's still selected, but I can move it somewhere else. But I just had to demolish it, and now I'm rebuilding it, so it's like I lost money, but I it's, it's just like back, what is happening yeah. so it's just like i don't know like an undo button i didn't want to place it i wanted to move that thing one square yes why not which leads into my next point which is like building your own roller coasters is super cumbersome like it's just as somebody who's new to this game yeah because it's like reliant on physics like i built my own coaster i was like pumped i'm like all right i finally took the time to do this i wasn't afraid to do it Oh, my carts aren't making it up the first hill because my chain link thing isn't long enough. <laughs> I could I could make this thing a little bit more interesting. Oh, only certain slopes. You have to like there's like flat, like middle slope, and then like steep slope. And so you can't select steep slope unless it's a middle slope into a steep like there's all this stuff where yes, it's the like, game is confined by the laws of physics. On. Yeah, but what <laughs> that plays into the quality of life thing where it's like give me a recommendation maybe like if i if i have to go change the angle to do the next thing yeah you should just like automatically shove me in that direction yeah or like granted the systems are open enough to kind of let you do what you want to do with your coaster yeah but it's like i didn't actually build my own ride because it was like okay well that didn't work so now i'm going to try to fit this within the boundaries of this park and now I'm trying to like curve stuff, but because it's like, well, this is at a 16 height and this thing goes into a 14 height. And there's not a way to get a 14 into a 16 based on where this is at. And you're not like auto recommending a part or did like. Did you dig a tunnel from you know two ends, Dan? You no. were building a roller coaster from two ends. I sure didn't. You? I just tried to build one roller coaster. Like I oh. actually tried to build one roller coaster. And because the physics were wonky and I couldn't like get the chain link to do what I want. It was, it was a headache. Well, even if you would have got it working, it probably would have been too intense, which is a thing that is kind of annoying. There's not a roller coaster on the planet that is too intense. That's not a thing. Yes, it will break your neck if the physics are off. And there's like, like actual engineers get paid gazillions of dollars to make roller coasters. Gazillions. Not on roller coaster tycoon because like 10% of them would let me change the speed. There's a documentary, I think it's on H HBO about Action Park, which was this park in New Jersey where this guy just built all of his own rides, like had oh, no... no no engineering background, didn't do any like physics studies or anything. He just like, what if we built a water slide with a loop in it? And people were like coming out of this thing with like shards of teeth, like sticking into what the, in the <laughs> like, world. They were getting destroyed. Like actually, like multiple people died How? at this rule at this park. How is that even possible? It's yeah. Well, it got How would shut that down. Not after get shut down like immediately. No, after like 20 years. How would you get that off the ground without permits? Listen, like, Dan, isn't that what the whole thing is with like 
this is why all we this need red tape. This is why we need roller coaster tycoons so that people who want to build all that stuff have an outlet. People and, that want to build it, like one guy, like you. Dude, would think no, that. it made it made like millions of dollars. It was like a big thing. You should watch it. It's it's mind blowing. And they actually uh, Johnny Knoxville started a movie like making fun of it. Oh no. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, I kept making roller coasters that were too intense. We're like, you can't put a super tight turn right at the bottom of a super steep hill because people's necks will break. So the intensity <laughs> rating goes like into the red and people will not ride it. So you have to, it's like a, it's like a fine balance of like, I want to just make cool stuff, but you, there's also like physics in the game. So you have to make stuff that won't kill people. Um, so yeah, there's that aspect of it. I, I mean, if you just want to have fun and build crazy roller coasters, you can do that. But if you want to actually like get people to ride them, that's another story. Now, is there a way, um, I don't think there is in the, the, the deluxe version, but there might be in the mobile version. Is there, is there a way to like save a pre-made custom coaster? Can you like, Oh, be really um, into the thing you just made and then be like, I want to put this in another park. I'm going to save it. I think, I think that does seem like that's something you can do. I don't think that's something I've ever tried to do. Cause whenever I'm building something, it's because I really needed to fit a specific area uh, or like I'm just like trying to work around what I already have. So I've never tried to do that. I'm sure if you have the deluxe version with that toolkit option or if you bought the toolkit on mobile that you could get that option. Yeah. Um, it might already be in there. I Like I said, there's so many menus. <laughs> I have like a vague recollection of that maybe being a thing. The coasters, even like the the stuff that you can place that's pre-made is like U seven 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 U eight three five eight is like the the none of the stuff is named. What are you talking about? When I go to play a, a place a pre-made coaster, so it's like you go into the menu, you select your category, you know, it's a steel coaster. Yeah. And then you click build this and then it gives you a list. And then there's like there might be like the caterpillar or something vortex. And then it's like a bunch of just random characters and numbers. With like a long list, yeah. There were oh, very few like pre-named options. Oh, that is not how mine is. I that does not surprise but me. But again, it could be just a weird thing with playing that deluxe, the fake version. That deluxe version. You're playing the fake version. This is a I'm, retro gaming no, podcast. I'm playing the real version. I don't know what you're playing. Jordan does not like you got like any game that he can't play on his iPad, guys. This I, whole podcast. I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna sit at my desk and play a game on a computer like a crazy <laughs> person. Imagine like well, uh, sit. On Just got couch. home from work where I sat at my desk all day. I guess I'm going to go sit at my desk at home. Well, Jordan, some of us don't sit at a desk all day for work. Thank I you very much. Imagine, just imagine sitting at a desk to have fun. Just imagine having any more points of what the game doesn't do so well. Um, you got anything? I'm out. My th- my whole thing can be summed up in the game is old and clunky. Yeah. I mean, it's but a, it's still it's a lot of fun. Two and a half decades old. Yeah. It's just, it's like... The clunk here is an unusually large amount of clunk. <laughs> I mean, it's not as bad as some games we've played. Says the guy who's playing a mobile version of Roller Coaster hey, Tycoon. I don't have I, I don't have a whole lot of problems with this game. If yeah. you enjoyed this game when you were younger, I'd say it holds up. Yeah. If you haven't ever played this game, I then think it's still fun. It's still fun. Yeah. Um, but you have to come into it with the right expectations. If you're like, I want to play a game where I build roller coasters and it's modern. There are two different modern roller coaster tycoon games, but they're full of that mobile bloat gems and all that timers and all that kind of crap. So, um, you know, I'll deal with a little bit of clunk to avoid <laughs> the nonsense that comes with a modern game. I got Planet Coaster for free on PlayStation Plus recently. 
it's got like a Ghostbusters pack. I'm like, I'm I'm way more interested in checking out this new fandangled console tycoon sim now that I played Roller Coaster. I wonder well, there if you it's go. any good. I'm, yeah, I mean, that's the I thing. I can have Ghostbusters. That's pretty cool. I'm sure there are <laughs> modern games that, that push those same buttons of, like, I'm Push the graphical boundaries of Like, I know <laughs> there's that City Skylines game that came out a couple yeah. of years ago that's basically, like, a new version of SimCity. Well, Arcade Tycoon came out on PC, like, a few years ago, and I'm like... What is that? It's just Windows only. That's why I haven't pushed oh, it on you. No. Okay. Thank I you. I know. It's too bad. But I'm like, now I'm like, I think I need to get Arcade Tycoon. Like that I sounds need, fun. I, think I need that. Yeah, it does sound fun. I like both of those words. <laughs> All right, Jordan, let's move on to the rest of our show. What would you pay for the experience that you just had with Roller Coaster Tycoon? If there was uh, like an updated modern version available there. on a mobile device for like six bucks, I would probably be fully on board for that. Uh, <laughs> well, you're, yeah, you're in luck. You're in luck. Funny you should say that. Uh, no, um, I'm trying to think because I think I picked this up for like three, two, three dollars on a Steam sale. Um, but that doesn't quite articulate exactly how many dollars of fun that I feel like is here because I feel like it's significantly more. Yeah. Um, old PC game, lots of fun, as much content as you'll find in a modern game. Oh yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, my gut is coming in like 15 to $20, but I feel like even that probably is underselling the amount of fun that I could get out of this game, but that's where I'm at right now. 15 to 20. Yeah, I'm coming in at 20 bucks too. Um, there is definitely some nostalgia in there, but also the fact that I'm still playing it and having fun with yeah. it all these years later is like goes to show that, you know, I don't I don't really do that a whole lot. There aren't I I have a lot of nostalgia for games, but I don't really play many retro games like to that extent. This is your Turtles in Time. Uh sure, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm saying 20 bucks, which is high for me. Um, That's like, very high for I'm you. I'm tempted to be like, say more than that because of the amount of time that I've put into yeah. it. But I know for a fact that I wouldn't pay more. Yeah. I probably, no, actually like being totally honest, if I didn't already have it on my phone, I don't think I'd pay more than like twelve ninety nine for it. Okay. Like just like think, like being totally realistic, I'm realizing like, no, I wouldn't actually pay 20 bucks for this just because it's me. Like I wouldn't be able to justify it to myself How? as a mobile purchase. Because, like, there's lots of things that I, like, I would probably have a really good time with Oregon Trail. I'm not going to download Oregon Trail on my phone or pay money for it. Like, I, but, there's lots of things, like, from my childhood that, like, I would probably have a good time with. But, like, I'm trying to think, like, being fully realistic, would I actually spend 20 bucks on this game? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, if it was for the podcast, I'd be able to, I'd be able to justify it. You're insane. I'd have the justification You're for it. You're absolutely insane. I don't understand how you can take some of your favorite games of all time and just be like, 
Yeah, I know I'm gonna get another 200 hours out of Roller Coaster Tycoon after I've been playing it for three years, but I, I'm gonna need it on sale. Like this that's just thing. even. That's just like this is the thing, Dan. It's 2022. I'm 33. There's lots of things yeah, that I can do with my time. Lots of things. And yes, I enjoy playing this game. But if I didn't have this game on my phone, I would be reading a book, or I'd be playing Halo, okay, or but, I'd be doing something like. There's other things I'd be doing. So it's not like I'm missing out. But here's the thing. How many times do I text? Well, I, this happens more often than. Never mind. You go to opening nights for movies, like new Marvel movie. Yeah, you're there. That's an experience. I pay for an experience. Yeah, but like you pay more for that experience of a few hours that's there and gone than a game that is in your library for the yeah, foreseeable there, future. What's the point of having games in my library that I'm never gonna play? Like, but you do play it. That's the thing. You may, do. Maybe. Very, like there, I have so many games that I won't ever <laughs> ever play again. But this is the thing, like an experience, you have that memory. Like I can look back and be like, I remember going to the midnight showing of The Hobbit. I remember going two days in a row to Endgame. I remember going five times to Napoleon Dynamite. Like I will always have those memories because it was an experience. It's not just like a thing. Video games can be an experience. Yeah, but. A lot of times people buy them to have the thing on their shelf. That's not an experience. That's a thing. True. So if I, if but we're talking about you. We're I know. Not talking about. I know. We're talking, so for me, <laughs> we're talking like, about the exception, not the rule. <laughs> I know now that I bought this game a few years ago because it was cheap enough to be within my threshold, and it has been an experience. And yeah. like getting to like introduce you to it, that is an experience. So like I know that now, but like justifying 20 bucks for a game from 1999 that maybe I kind of thought I liked when I was younger. Like I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So I'm just trying to be realistic and say, I feel like 1299 is the actual threshold of like where I would actually pull the trigger on a game, which is more uh, than I pay incredible. for a movie ticket, more than I pay that's for incredible. a movie ticket. So yeah, that's, that's very, but yeah, but you, you're not going to movies by yourself. You're taking your wife. So that's two movie tickets. Yeah, that's her. She, she works. Okay. <laughs> she makes money. She makes more than I do. All right. Whatever. We don't have to get into that here. No, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm not. It's fine. Fair enough. Anyways. She's not buying Roller Coaster Tycoon. She would, though, if she'd ever played it. She'd probably be on board. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I think she would like it, but I don't think she would be like super hardcore into it. See, this game super appeals to me on like a nerdy level. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it's um, the same reason why I love Animal Crossing. Same kind of thing where you're like managing a town and you're yeah. laying stuff out and you're like... Have you gotten into any other Tycoon games or is just this the main one? Uh, SimCity when I was a kid at school. SimCity 2000 on my computer at home. Uh, Animal Crossing on DS, Animal Crossing on the Switch. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's about it. Though. What I remember off the top of my head. There's probably other ones that I'm just not thinking of. But you're not like a connoisseur of the. I had Sim Tower on genre. my computer. No, like I like I don't play that. Like I've always been like, oh, like, um, what's like that City Skylines looks interesting, or uh, a game like Civilization where it's not like totally oh my that goodness, but has some like strategy elements to it. Like I feel like that looks really interesting, but I also know that I probably don't have time for a game like that, so I'm not going to bother. I got sucked into Civ Six when it was free on Epic Game Store. Yeah. And that is a game that I'm like, oh, please, just some time in my life. Can I, I bought, I bought like a bunch of the, I bought like a, a deluxe version of it on Switch for like eight bucks. Yeah. Like six I, months ago. And I'm like, when can I get more Civ 
six in my life. <laughs> I think that there's some crossover between yeah. this style of game and tower defense games that I really yeah. like. The kind that I like are the ones where you're really managing your space and managing what towers you have and yeah. like trying to optimize stuff. And so I think there is some crossover in that regard with that genre. There's something super weird. Like I like like GM mode on NBA 2K is like something that I kind of like. Oh, no chance. I'm like, I wonder if I would like football manager, whatever. <laughs> like, that doesn't appeal to me. There's something about it that I'm like... It's, I mean, it's the same thing. You're managing a basketball team. You're doing contracts. It's like a, it's a it's the that doesn't sound thing. fun though. Like yeah, but it stopping be... uh, like wave after wave of enemies with my ice blast cannon is fun. Whatever. Building man. roller coasters is fun. You're just managing, not a nerd. Managing contracts of uh, whiny millionaires does not sound fun. Okay, first of all, they're not all whiny millionaires. Second of all, some of them are whiny it's... billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, Jordan, uh, what would uh, what's this game going for? How many, uh, yeah, how many, this is gonna be a weird one. PC collecting kind of goofy, right? Yeah, I mean, definitely goofy. You have you can't get a loose disc. Like, what's the point? You, uh, I mean, you, you can literally get a loose disc at this. <laughs> so for some of these. No, games. I mean, I'm saying like I'm not gonna. Who cares about that? I'm not talking about a loose disc. Okay. So I got. What do you With, think? How much is a big box PC version? Yeah, complete. Roller PC co- version. What do you think it's going to complete PC version? Best-selling game of 1999. You d- don't have something that can play the CD-ROM. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. It's basically anymore. just an art piece at this point. You need to go on GOG or f- go some kind of... You need to jump through hoops if you're going to be able to play that. Or <laughs> I don't know. Um Although Windows 10 has an interesting like compatibility mode setting in the properties, which I thought was like, okay, maybe it just works with like, this is, game works with Windows XP. So maybe it's not as complicated as I think it is. Uh, $29 for a complete PC version. 21 bucks. Okay. Yeah, 21 bucks. It's not unreasonable. We talked about how it's uh, like five bucks on iOS. Frequently goes on sale for two dollars. I think it's six dollars on iOS. I checked today and it was four ninety nine. I checked like two days ago and it was like six dollars. Maybe it's on sale right now. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's on sale. Maybe I typed it wrong. All right, we'll say six bucks regular, but it goes on sale for two bucks. Steam is usually six ninety nine, so seven bucks. Uh, Dan, what do you think? The I- classic version I think is cheaper than that on Steam. I think it's just oh, this was de- deluxe. deluxe. I was looking at deluxe. Oh, I thought you were talking about classic. Oh my goodness! No, sorry. Classic is more expensive, right? I think so. And Roller Coaster Tycoon Two is actually like cheaper on Steam. Roller Coaster Tycoon on iOS five ninety nine. Yeah, I typed it wrong. Imagine Jordan's that. wrong again. Surprise, surprise. It happens. Dan, what do you think a, a complete copy for Xbox is going for? I looked it up today when I found it because I said because I wanted it. How dare you? Because I was like, I need this in my life. Yeah. That's um. So it's like. 11 or 12 dollars 17 bucks oh for the complete that's right the you're gonna buy price. a loose no Xbox i was just disc? that was the price that never mind you're crazy that person. was the price charting price that jumped out yeah so I'm wrong. you know six seven bucks i gotta say worth it not even a doubt oh, in my no mind no question yeah absolutely one of the easiest worth it's of the year <laughs> i wish i could say worldwide <laughs> worth it but we don't yeah. even there's it's worldwide pricing i guess all right, Dan. Uh, you ready for some trivia? Do we have some? I got some trivia. We talking about uh, Chris, what's his name? Chris Sawyer. Chris Sawyer. Kind of. <laughs> we are kind of talking about Chris Sawyer. All right, Dan. 
Tycoon games eventually became an officially recognized genre by PC Magazine. Roller Coaster Tycoon is by far the most popular tycoon game, but it was not the first. Which tycoon game came <laughs> first? Okay. I'm going to read off the options here, and you're going to let me know which tycoon game came first. Okay. Was it Zoo Tycoon? B, Railroad Tycoon? C, Transport Tycoon? Or D, Raccoon Tycoon? <laughs> I love the idea of Railroad Tycoon just being like, this is a fun game. I build railroads. It's like it's the it's the surge of all these simulators in recent years of surgeon simulator and goat simulator and every lawn mowing simulator, like German semi truck autobahn simulator. simulator. Yeah. Like yeah, it's that's at what doesn't have a tycoon game, but that is a that is, that's C, transport tycoon. Uh, the made by Chris Sawyer. Made by Chris Sawyer. You would be wrong. No, and that is it. Did come that before was his this first one? It was his first, but oh, he no. did not you tricked me. Pioneer the genre. You tricked me. He did make Transport Ty- Tycoon and Roller Coaster Tycoon was actually originally going to be a sequel before he got too far down the line. But no, Dan, the first tycoon game was Follow the Leader Railroad Tycoon. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and my wife actually did play that one. She, I, I gave her this trivia before I came over here, and she knew it because she had played it when she was a kid. That's insane. Womp womp. I, I guess know. I got it right. I know. You were so confident before I well, heard the answers. And yeah. I heard you reference it earlier, so I was like, I thought I could trap you a little bit. What, see how devious he is? I know. And I love that we're keeping official stats on this now, too, so we can... He's trying to... No, that was legit. He's trying to... This was a legit question. Don't even... I'm not saying you're playing games, but I'm saying the the attitude, the heart behind this... Yes. Is, is heart, it's well, hurt, the thing is, it's like a game where I came up with the question. I feel like and now the you should ask for forgiveness because of how oh much you're trying to, <laughs> to hurt me. By the way, Jordan, I looked it up real quick. Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic on Steam, $20. Deluxe, $6. Uh, the Classic is the one that you play the mobile version of. Yeah. Also, the Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic, according to Steam, looks like it has Mac compatibility. So if you're like us and you don't <laughs> like Windows very much, you can play on a Mac. Yeah. And, classic, I, and you'll get it for cheap on a Steam sale, I'm sure. You could uh, wish list it and wait for a sale, maybe. If yeah. We'll have to see what happens with the rights. This is kind of weird. We haven't recorded a, a podcast like this where like the rights were impending, and who knows? Well, By the time this comes out, maybe the game won't even be available anywhere. We have a weird influence on the things that happen. It's, it is kind of uncanny. <laughs> it's uncanny what's been happening, especially like we talked about KOTOR. KOTOR gets announced for Switch. We talked about KOTOR 2. KOTOR 2 gets announced for Switch. We'd be like, oh, man, it'd be really cool if they would release that... Uh, extra bonus content for KOTOR 2 and then literally this week bonus content for KOTOR 2 has come into the Switch it's like what is happening where is the new Limp Bizkit album oh yeah there's, oh, yeah. there's the new Limp Bizkit yeah, album <laughs> exactly it even happens with things things we don't want to happen are happening like we need to be really careful about what we say on this podcast we joked earlier about about roller coaster deaths and stuff and now I'm worried oh no I'm worried what is this power that we have? Is this a simulator? Is this somebody playing podcast simulator? And we're just all oh, inside of a oh, simulation. Oh, that's, I'll have to put that one in my back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, they had YouTube star, whatever. 
YouTube life, YouTuber life, I think is what it was called. There was a year there where the most popular game in the world, the most highest grossing game in the world was a Kim Kardashian video game on iOS. Really? Yeah. What was it? Kim, you, Kim Kardashian game. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even. Do you know need the name more than it. that? You want I just the need name. to know the name of it. I want to know if I've heard of it. That's all. Oh, I think it was called like my Kim Kardashian. My life is oh. like that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, Jordan, the eShop is still uh, Kim Kardashian colon Hollywood. Oh, I don't know why. Mobile gaming is so weird. It's like you sometimes like Big Bang Theory is the most popular show in the world. You don't know anybody that watches it. Yeah. Mobile gaming is the the that. Damn, like, you is, play you you play mobile games. I play some mobile games. I play a few. Yeah, you play Pokemon Go, which was yeah was the highest grossing mobile game at one point. Yeah, I like Pokemon Go. It makes me have friends at work. Yeah, no, I'm not saying there's anything bad with it, but you are the guy. You were just asking who's the guy. No, but like the big ones. Like I don't like my dad plays Candy Crush. Yeah, like I know that, but like I don't know. My mother-in-law played Farmville. Yeah. But it just seems like we don't, I don't know. The people playing mobile games are maybe not the people. I'm going to stop talking now. I don't know. You got to be careful. Like I, I said, know. you got to be careful you say in the podcast because it could manifest into reality. It seems like most of the people that we interact with are not big mobile gamers. Is the general consensus that I feel. The people we That's interact all I'll with say about that. are mostly guys in their 30s. Who play retro games? So I wouldn't say that. Correct. That's, like, that's, that's not I'm like saying. the general we public. We don't have a good read on the, the tea leaves, as it were. Yeah, we- <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> Jordan, the eShop, eShop, the eShop's not gone. Oh no, not gone, not forgotten yet. It's gonna be a tragedy if the eShop outlasts Roller, roller Coaster Tycoon. That really well. I mean, sometimes we're probably getting all those. Sometimes all- you got to Thanos snap certain things out of existence to appreciate what it's like that I song says you don't know what you got till it's gone took the e but shop and put up a parking time, lot you might find what you need mm, what <laughs> <laughs> uh jordan i got a shout out maybe you will approve of this you probably won't it's super mario advance 4 aka the gba version of mario 3 the wii u eShop version Okay. has the e-reader levels baked in. We've talked about this before. We but I, sure I wanna, have. More I want times. to give a specific shout out to this game because the e-reader, Jordan, itself is like, according to price charting, $27. The cards for the levels, if you wanted to get all the sets of cards, you're probably looking at over $200 to get just the you just, extra Mario 3 You could levels. just print them. I don't think... Print your I don't own. know. I don't know. It's just a series of dots on a know. card. But those cards are expensive, Jordan. And so for eight bucks, you can just get the complete package all in a nice digital version. And then you can plug your Super Nintendo mini controller into your Wiimote and just play a GBA with a Super Nintendo controller and HD. It's really nice. There might be so, more e-readers out there in the world than we use. You might be you might have this backwards. You might have this whole dynamic no, backwards. But the cards are expensive and rare. So anyways, before the eShop goes away, I'd actually genuinely recommend putting that one towards the top of your list because it's it's uh it's a nice value to the to it's a nice add to the the normal game so which is the loose that game is like 20 bucks so 
Anyways, I tried to Google it. I can't find any statistics to prove it. You're not it, right? good at Googling. I keep telling you this. You just need to. I just found about Kim Kardashian Hollywood in like <laughs> two seconds. 2014's highest grossing game. 2014. No wonder. Had that little chestnut stored away in my brain for the last eight years. Uh, Jordan, moving on, episode 99, we don't have a definitive uh, Gelisonal computer. uh, (laughs) Oh, what we're playing next. Episode two. We've got a little poll up. It's up to a poll. We put up a poll today. We might be playing a Doom clone, another Doom clone, actual Doom, (laughs) Mist, (laughs) or StarCraft. Yeah, Chex Quest. Chex Quest Dark, HD. Dark Forces. Star Wars Dark Forces. Doom. And then StarCraft Mist. So yeah. we'll see what people want. There's a lot of popular PC games out there. I played some Mist as a kid. I would be interested in revisiting that, although yeah. I'm pretty sure <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure we'd have a bad time with it. I I like Doom. I, I don't know. I haven't played StarCraft. I always missed out on playing that when I was a kid. I had friends who played it, I never got to. So I'm cool with any of those options. Here's the thing, though. That Mist remake yeah. came out recently. Maybe you could play the Mist remake and on I would play the original. Oh, you can, I would play on Switch, yeah. I'm not, I'm not playing the original. Okay, whatever. It's fine. I'm just saying the, the remake is out there and it's like a first-person walk-around thing. It's not like a point-and-click. That's what Mist is, Dan. No, but isn't... Do you... Never mind. It's like a first-person control where you're actually walking. You're not, like, clicking oh, to go to the next screen is what I mean. It's Yeah, but it's not really any yeah. different. Well, no? You don't, don't think, think so? having a first-person character controller to move on a gamepad is a little different than clicking to walk forward? It's been... One week? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, Jordan, do you have anything else before we... Uh, we, uh, I'm, we no. We... We, I'm uh, nervous about saying anything. We more. down boot the. Uh, what do you do when you turn a computer off? You power down. Power. <laughs> where we power down is. Power down our we clo- water cooled. Close the park. Our water cooled alien weird graphics card. <laughs> Talking about GPUs. I'm a I'm a uh, PC gamer. <laughs> these days, it's hard. See, here's the thing, Jordan. It's hard to pick PC games because we're Mac people. Which puts us at an immediate disadvantage. Well, that's what I'm we got to play all those games from the computer lab, the yeah. Mac computer lab games. Yeah. I mean, I have a Windows 10 install, but you are just like, I'm not even going to put a boot camp install of Windows. Just imagine. I'm, not, I'm just going to play on my iPad. So Imagine partitioning your Mac and putting Windows on it. <laughs> imagine gonna... only being able to cover Doom on this podcast because it's out on Switch. I can't. <laughs> 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 it's funny because it's true. Yeah. All right, my friends. We will see you in two weeks. See ya. Bye. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, we'd greatly appreciate it if you left us a rating or review wherever you're listening and if you shared the show with other retro gaming fans in your life. If you're looking for more retro gaming content, check out worthitorworthless.com where you can find things like reviews, guides, game recommendations, and of course, all of our relevant links. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks.